What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the Jesus Time Podcast. On this episode, we talk about how to meet people. We talk about how God wants us to meet the people in our lives. And I asked the big question that if God met you how you meet other people, how would you be met? And I'd go with deep in, deeper into that thought and uh, just a good question that I feel that we all need to think about sometimes. And granted, God obviously is not going to condemn us and beat us down, but it's a good thought to make you realize and make you check yourself about how you're meeting people and how it, or if you're showing the love of Christ as you meet people. So with that being said, here is Jesus time on how to meet people. up everybody long time to see i know um it's been a long time because honestly i wanted to make sure i had the right message um for you guys as i told you like i said i probably say this a lot throughout this youtube ministry i told y'all from the very first video i ever made on instagram that i was not going to get on here and try to come up with something to say but i was going to get on here with something to say i i thought for or probably been a month on one message I, I i was really so i couldn't tell if god wanted it to be a youtube message or if he wanted it to be the next message next time i say behind a pulpit couldn't figure it out i was i was like lord i want to i want to preach on youtube i said but lord hold me back if you know don't let me get on youtube and get excited and jump ahead of you if this ain't what you want you know if you want it to be a pulpit message then keep me from putting it on youtube give me something to put on youtube and I, 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 you know, I, I tried figuring out. I was like, Lord, I, got, I want to preach that message. I really want to, really want to, really want to. And it just, he wouldn't release me to do it. I said, okay. I said, Lord, if I can't do it on YouTube, and it's supposed to be a pulpit message, I said, give me, you know, give me something on YouTube. Give me something on YouTube. But every time, and I'm pointing the blame back to me, I, I would find myself thinking, you know, man, I'd love to preach that this week. I'd love to bring that on YouTube this week. Man, I really would. But I just couldn't do it. Couldn't bring myself. I found myself being busy. Every weekend where I couldn't get to YouTube, where, you know, I, I was just busy. Something was taking up my time to where I couldn't sit down and do this. And I look at it as that was God trying to say to me, you know, hey, sorry, I'm going to try to fix that glare. See, I'll, no, that don't make it better. But I'll take that as God trying to say, hey, slow it down, calm down. I will give you a message. And today while I was working and I thought it's going to be another Saturday. I'm not going to get to do YouTube. I'm not going to need to do this. I'm going to get to do that. But I, while I was working, a thought came to my mind. And I put it out um, on Twitter and I put it out on Facebook. Um, I just simply asked, if God met you how you meet people, would you be met with love and forgiveness or love and mercy? I don't remember exactly how I put it. Or would you be met with hate and shame? And that question stuck with me all day because I got to thinking, you know, how am I meeting people? Am I meeting people where they feel loved by me? Where they feel, you know, forgiven for me if there's any conflict between them? Are they being met with mercy? You know, that if they mess up, they know I'm not going to beat them over the head and, and cast them away. How am I meeting people? I thought about that all day today. And the Lord impressed upon me to share it and ask you guys the question. How are you meeting people? How are you meeting people? Because, see, the way we meet people is going to be the same way God meets you. Hello. 
The way we meet people would be the way God meets us. So let me ask you a question. You're meeting people with hate. How would you feel if God met you with hate? Oh, God, I'd love to work with me for a second. I know. Work with me. Or better yet, we'll even do it that where you can't say, oh, God loves. Okay, fine. Fine. Let's do it this way. At some point in your life, I'm sure you've been, you've met, talked to, walked up to, somehow or another came across a person who you knew without a shadow of a doubt hated you. You was either maybe in the same classroom as them during school, same sports team as them. Maybe they just, you know, you ha you saw them every day in the halls. Or maybe you work with them. Whatever the case is, you know they can't stand you. They hate you. But yet, when you're in that same environment as them, you feel that. How does that make you feel? You don't like that feeling, do you? It makes you feel terrible. It makes you feel puny. It makes you feel scared to even breathe. Like, oh my gosh, if I breathe, are they going to snap? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? We all hate that. So how would you feel? That's how, you know, okay, fine, I'll stay away from it. How do you want make other people to feel that way when they meet you? Everybody, at least that I know, wants to be met as accepting and, and, and loving and caring and forgiving and so on and so forth. They don't want to be met like that. They want people to be able to come with them, associate with them, hang out with them, let them know they're not going to be beaten down. They're not going to be put to shame and ridiculed. One of the hardest things that breaks my heart, which people know me, is that when someone asks me, hey, are you gonna are you gonna look down on me if I tell you I do this? Are you gonna look down on me if I tell you I look that? Man, people ought to know by how you live and how you talk if you're gonna beat them down, put them down, or if you're gonna be, you know what, I might not agree with it, but I love and I accept you. See, that's what I've had to tell those people. Be like, look, that ain't my life. Do I do it? No. Do I agree with it? No. Is it going to change my love for you? No. Because I love you. Those are your choices. That's your life. you got to work out on your own. I can't tell you, man, you ought to quit doing that. You ought to stop that. You ought to this. You ought to that. Why? Because it makes them feel condemned. It makes them feel embarrassed. It makes them feel humiliated. It makes them feel puny, too. We don't need to meet people like that. We need to meet people with like, hey, how you doing? How you doing today? You know, you're doing wonderful. You say, oh, that sounds cliche, but I'm serious. You need to show yourself friendly. You want friends? Show yourself friendly. Goes right along with the word. And yet people wonder, oh, I don't have any friends. Are you showing yourself friendly? Do you seem approachable to people? Because see, Jesus, wherever he went, he showed himself approachable. He showed himself friendly. Why? Because he met people with these few things, and and I, I'm going to list them off. I wrote them down. There's five of them. I titled uh, this message on how to meet people. Okay, there's five ways that I, I it stood out to me that Jesus done, and how God does, and how we should do, but we don't. So here's the five things. Number one, we need to meet people with love. Who wants to walk up to somebody 
where they feel hated. You're not going to make friends if you're constantly making people feel hated. You're not going to win souls if you make people feel hated. How do you know you pass from death and life? Because you love. And if people ain't feeling that love, first of all, why would they want to be anything like you if you're trying to win someone to Christ, but you've got hate in your heart? If you've got... Okay, I'll just stay on that for a minute. If you just got hate in your heart, or if you're showing yourself hateful, why would they want to be anything like you? Why would they? Who wants to be hateful all the time? Who wants to be hated all the time? It goes both ways. Who wants to be? And like I said, if God met us how we meet people, how would that be? If you're meeting people with hate, can you imagine, and I know, just work with me for a second. Can you imagine, can you imagine what your life would be like if God didn't show you love, if he showed you hate? Can you sit back and think where your life would be? Where you would be if you didn't have that love? The love that the Bible says there's no greater love than this, than a man to lay down his life for a friend. He gave it, he laid down his life for you freely, not to mention, basically, you might have voluntarily, you just to dumb it down, for you to make it into heaven. And the Bible says there's no greater love than that, than to lay down your life. He laid it down. He didn't have it taken, he laid it down free for you. He meets you with love. But can you imagine if he didn't show that love where you'd be? So maybe you should start thinking about how you're meeting people. You want to meet them with love and not hate. Hate drives away. Love draws in. So if you're trying to win people to Christ, quit pushing them out with that hate and start drawing them in with that love. Second of all, with grace. Okay? I'm going to tie grace and mercy, or I just spoiled it, with grace. Third thing is with mercy. Now, grace is not permission to sin. It's like an insurance policy if you do sin, so to speak. People get that thing. Grace gives me, like, oh, I, I got grace. I can go sin. I can do what I want. No, 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 no. It ain't permission to sin. It's that insurance policy, so to speak, if you do. Just like if you're in a car accident. Or you okay, your insurance for your vehicle. That's not saying go get in the wreck. Make yourself happy. Wreck your car. It's not that's, that's not what that's saying. It's saying, hey, this is here if you do wreck your car. Not for when you do, but if you do. See where that's tying in here. People get that so confused. They think once saved, always saved. I'm sorry, but that ain't it. If that's the case, grace would be a free pass to sin. But it ain't. Grace is not a free pass to sin. But I, I'm not going to get That's a whole other message for a whole other time. Anyways, tie grace and mercy into it. Mercy is not being harsh. It's not inflicting cruel punishment on person. On said person. Just like a judge in a courtroom. person commits a crime. They show mercy... By either lessening the punishment, or they let them walk freely. Man, see, many times I follow this one page on Facebook. I can't remember. This judge 
is so merciful. And he, countless times he is, and I know there's probably times he hasn't, but in these videos, man, he just, he talks, rationalizes with him. And he says, you know, for this, this is this reason, I'm going to let you off or I'm going to toss it. See? Mercy. We need to meet people with that. Because, see, I will admit, not everything can go unpunished. I get that, okay? And I'm a firm believer. And you can't let things go by just a slap on the wrist because nobody will learn from that. It's just like Christ. He's not going to always let you go. Just, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, cool. Sometimes we got to learn the hard way to learn the lesson. It's not always easy, and it's not exactly God's favorite thing to do, okay? He wants things easy for us. He wants things simple. He wants us to learn the lesson easy. He wants us to do it. That's why he says, man, if you lack wisdom, let him ask, and he'll give it to you. He wants it easy. But yet, us as humans, and this isn't just in today's time, it's, it's been all through the, all through the ages, we have made it difficult on ourselves because we think, oh, that, well, that punishment wasn't so bad. I can do it again next time. And, and then the same situation comes around. Oh, well, that punishment wasn't that bad last time. I think I'll do it again because I, I, that punishment wasn't so bad. You'll never learn a lesson. You'll never learn it. That's why every time you mess up, mercy, you still have mercy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, don't twist my words here. God will still show you that mercy. But at the same time, eventually you're going to have to learn why it's wrong to be doing what you're doing. So, see what I'm saying? So, when you meet people with mercy, you're so, saying, you know what? I know you, oh, I don't know, you didn't wave at me last week. I know you did, okay? And yes, it did upset me, but you know what? It's okay. We're going to go on with it. I know maybe you just, maybe you just was thinking about so much. Maybe you were... You had a bad day and your mind was just everywhere and you didn't even think about waving. Maybe that's meet people with mercy. Because that's how Jesus does. He meet met people with mercy when he walked this life. And God meets us with mercy. Can you imagine if that grace and mercy was not there? That mercy that helped you get saved. That mercy is the reason you got saved. Because if there was no mercy. We'd have been cast into hell the minute we had we, we committed that sin. Because there'd been no point. Like, what's the point of even discussing it? You messed up, you get punishment, go to hell. That's see what I'm saying? And no, I didn't cuss there, people. Calm down. But that's what I'm saying. That mercy is like, yeah, you messed up, but you, you don't have to go to hell. You, you, you don't have to go. Come here, come here, come here. And then, you know, God will work on you and talk with you. You see what I'm saying? Am I making any sense? I hope and pray that I am. I feel like that I am. Because I ask God that he would allow me to take my time and explain these steps to you, okay? And and throughout this, if you're confused or anything, you're needing to know more, by all means, you can message me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, text me, whatever the case is, I will call, you know, we can call, text, snap, whatever, and I'll answer any questions you've got and explain them better if I possibly can, okay? Now, on to the fourth step. These last two are very, very, probably harder than any of the other three. And you'll see why. Number four is without remembrance. What are you talking about? Like, forgetting their name and meeting them almost as a new person? 
to a degree, okay? Without remembrance is saying you don't remember the bad thing that they've done to you once before. Whether they didn't wave at you and it just infuriated you so bad you didn't want to speak to them, but yet here you are in a situation where you're having to speak to them and you're like, man, I really want to bring up that time they didn't wave at me. But, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Forget it. It's gone. It's over with. Forget it. Without remembrance. The Bible says in Isaiah 43 and 25, and I got it turned right here. I, even I am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. So, he can do it. Why can't we? How would you feel if every time you prayed to God, God, um, I need have this need. Okay, well, what about that sin you committed? What are you going to do about that? You going to ask me for forgiveness this time? You going to you going to maybe repent from it? I mean, what about that sin that you done? What about that? You know that whatever you just committed. What about that? How would that make you feel? It wouldn't make you feel too good, now would it? Because see. If you mess up, nine time nine, nine people out of ten don't like to be reminded of their mess-ups because it embarrasses them, it humiliates them, it makes them seem like they can't do nothing right. And more importantly, it just makes you feel bad about your mess-ups. How would you like it if God met you that way? He embarrassed you while you prayed to him. He humiliated you while you prayed to him. I mean, do I even need to go past those two? Right there, you're already thinking, man, that sucked. Do I really need to go past embarrassing and humiliating? How would you like it if God met you with that remembrance of your sin? That's how you need to meet people. I don't care what they have done to you. I don't care what they have done to Timmy Tom down the street and you just thought that flat out disagreed with that you need to meet people with the remembrance that you know what this is a person who messed up they messed up because I messed up once Paul says even as were such some of you you messed up once before whether before after during in between this video at some point in your life you messed up and Sometimes, especially people who had a a bad history, so to speak, before they got saved, they don't like what they used to do to be brought back up because it embarrasses them, it humiliates them, it makes them feel bad, and it just they don't like it like for it to get out there. So why would you hold something like that over somebody's head? No matter if they've done it to you or someone else, but I just don't think what they done was right in that situation. It doesn't matter. Okay? God it's forgotten. It's got I and will not let me read it again. And will not remember thy sins. So why should you remember the bad things that person's done to you or to someone else? Why should you remember that? Because, see, here's what else that does. If you constantly remember the bad they've done, you will never see good in them again. That's the thing. You can't tell me I'm wrong. You start thinking, man, that was awful wrong how they did that. Then it'll snowball into something else. 
So rude of them not to wave at me today. Man, they're just a rude person. You know he didn't wave at me today? And did you hear what he done to so-and-so? It'll snowball till eventually you don't see good in that person. And then it just keeps getting worse and 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 worse. worse. Till eventually, that person is the devil's angel, the devil himself, whatever you want to call him. And that's just that's just a whole, whole another ball game of mess ups that you Lord of mercy, that's just that it ain't good to do that, church. Meet people without remembrance. Don't remember what they've done. So yes, meet them as though they are a brand spanking new person and you don't have a clue about them or their history. Meet them every single time as though they're a new person and there's nothing, you don't know nothing about their history. You don't know if they've been in jail five or six times. You don't know if they've committed murder. You don't know if they've done this or done that. You don't know nothing about them. Why? Because you don't have that remembrance. But yet in today's world, that's all people got is remembrance. Man, five years ago, Sally John, she never paid me back for that meal I I took care of because she didn't have money that time. She said so much bad about Timmy Tom when she talked to me. She's just a mean person. Let it go, people. Christ lets go of your stuff, so why should you hold on to someone else's? People want to be Christ-like, but they don't want to be like Christ. They don't. How can you call yourself a Christian and you want to do all this stuff, but yet you're always going to bring back the mess up someone has done? God, don't do that. So if you ask me, if you do stuff like that and you constantly bring up the bad someone has done to you or someone else, then I'm sorry, you really shouldn't be calling yourself a Christian. Why? Because that's not like Christ. And I'm not talking about the one or two times you fell and mess up. We all do that. We all have our mess ups where we just get mad and we say stuff we don't mean. We say talk bad about people. I'm not talking about those moments. I'm talking where it's continual time after time, minute after minute. Whether you see the picture of them, whether you hear their name, whether just you see something that reminds you of them, you constantly bring up the bad they've done. How can you call yourself a Christian? How? I'm just being real with you here. That's the thing that turns people away is because Christians today are too busy pointing out the wrong people have done instead of saying, let me talk to you about a God who will forget what you've done. You're fake. You're fake. Anyways, and the last one, number five. Is without bringing up the past. And, and that goes right along. I kind of touched on it a little bit there um, with step number four. Basically, and I have written down here as if no conflict happened. So, like I said, I, I really touched on it and I kind of crossed it in. But this is goes right along with what I was talking about. As if no conflict happened. Meet them as, oh, you never met them before. Hi, honey, how are you doing? Hey, hey, man, how's it going? You know, what? what's happening nowadays? Don't walk up to them. Hey man, how's it going? You know, you can, where you can tell, where you can tell that you remember something they done, and you're gonna bring it back up. Hey, how's uh, how's your how's your thing going? Are you doing any? Are you are you, are you staying clean? Are you staying out of trouble? We've all said stuff like that before, not because we're 
trying to be mean because just sometimes we just don't think. Hey, you staying, staying clean? You staying out of trouble? You staying, you quit, you done doing drugs? Have you quit drinking yet? You quit smoking? Quit doing dope? Quit hanging out with the prostitutes? Quit going to the bar every night? Meet them as though they're a new person. Because see, when you get saved, you become that new person. And like I said, I know, I know I'm basically rehashing everything in four just because it all kind of came out. But you got to meet them as though they're a new person. As if they're, you know nothing about them. Put it behind you. Okay? 38, Isaiah 38 and 17. Let me roll over to that real quick. Behold, for peace I had great bitterness, but thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption, for thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. In other words, it's behind me. I can't see what it all is. I can't, I'm not looking at it right now. I'm looking straight ahead at you. Why? Because you're moving forward and so am I. I'm not going to stay turned around, talk to you like this, because first of all, you can't really have a conversation like this because you're, I'm too busy looking what's behind me instead of what's in front of me. Just like your past. If I'm sitting here talking about your past, this is how I'm basically talking to you. I'm talking about where you just came from, what you just did, instead of saying, hey man, how are you today? What's going on in your life? How are things been? If they bring it up, they bring it up. That's them. They might need to vent. They might need to talk about some things. They might need to ask advice. That's different. But you don't need to be the one to bring it up. You need to let them bring it up. Just like Jesus doesn't say, hey, man, let's talk about that dope addiction of yours. No, no, no. Jesus will talk when you want to talk to him. You want to talk about that dope addiction to him? He'll sit and listen. But he's not going to say, hey, Let's talk about that dope addiction, huh? How you're a dope addict? He ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna do that at all. That's what you need to be. I mean, hey, how are you? Oh, you wanna you wanna ask my advice on my dope addiction? On how I got cleared from it? Let me tell you about a man named Jesus. Or my drinking habits? You wanna you wanna you want my advice? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, it's called. I picked up this Bible and I started reading about it and. I wanted to drink from this instead of drinking from the bottle. And I've never been thirsty since I started drinking this either. <coughs> so if they bring it up to you, that's different. But you don't need to bring it up to them. With that being said, I'm just going to recap the five steps on how to meet people. Number one is with love. Number two is with grace. Number three is with mercy. Number four is without remembrance. And if you need a biblical reference, Isaiah 43 and 25. And number five, without bringing up the past. Or basically, you know, as if no conflict between you and that person or a conflict period with that person or that you know of about that person has happened. And a biblical reference with them, Isaiah 38 and 17. Meet people the way you want God to meet you. Because think about it. If God met you that way, how would you be met? Where would you be now 
If God didn't meet you with love, if he didn't meet you with grace, if he didn't meet you with mercy, if he constantly brought up the wrong you had done and never, ever, ever forgot the conflicts you've been in with him or just people he knew, how would that make you feel? Start meeting people. I don't care what they've done. I don't care if they killed your brother. I don't care if they killed your mama. I don't care if they've done the absolute worst thing possible known to mankind to you or to someone you know and love. You're not supposed to meet them with hate about it, with no grace for it, with no mercy for it, with remembrance of it all the time, and constantly, constantly mentioning it. Don't need to meet people like that. So I encourage you, church, if you've been meeting somebody like that, you need to get it straight with them. Get things talked out with them. Get it under the blood. Get it even. Get it taken care of. Because you're running out of time, church, to get that taken care of before it's too late. Get things right with that person. Call and contact them. Or at least make the effort. Because here's the thing. If you make the effort and they don't do nothing about it, or they don't meet you with how how God meets people, it's not on you no more. It's on them. They'll have to answer for that, not you. Because you've done all you can do to make things right. You can literally only do so much. And after that, it's out of your hands. Make that effort. If something happens with it, it happens with it. If nothing is, then you've done all you can do. It's not your problem anymore. It's theirs. And the problem doesn't rest with you. It rests with them. So with that being said, um, it's been kind of a longer video than usual, at least I think. Um, no preaching announcements so far for me or Tanner. Um, the PayPal link um, I should be, hopefully, in the link in the description below. And if you don't know um, what that PayPal link is for... Watch the video before this one that I made just a few days before this one to understand that. Um, other than that, don't believe there's any other announcements. Um, like and share, comment this video. Um, help people, you know, meet people more like Christ meets people. Because this world needs more of God's love shown when meeting people than the hate that's in it now. But I love all y'all. Thank y'all so much for watching. Thank you all the ones who share, comment, give me feedback on it. I thank y'all so much for your help to this ministry. And I, I, God bless you. Thank you so much for that. And um, no announcements, nothing else to be said. Hopefully I'll see y'all again soon. Love y'all. God bless. Thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Jesus Time on how to meet people. I pray it was a big blessing to you guys. And I pray that going forward that it helps you meet people the way that we all honestly need to meet people um, because honestly that's just going to make life a lot better for not just yourself um, but your walk in Christ and for other people that you meet that you can potentially show the light to them and show them the light of Christ um, but with that being said thank y'all for listening once again Jabor Harvey signing out I love y'all